The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Hello, welcome to it. It's Thursday already. How are you, Scotty Sattler? I'm really good. I'm really good. Actually, I've got a golf day tomorrow at Raw Pines. Nice. I uh, got invited by probably my my longest friend from school, and we've known each other since about ten or (laughs) eleven. Ten or eleven. He said, "Thank you. Do you want to come along to a uh, a golf day?" I said, "Yeah, whereabouts?" He goes, "Raw Pines." Oh, my favourite. Always wanted to play there. Yeah. You're threatening to get me on there with you and and Crossy Nathan Cross. Yeah, are we? we I got a voucher coming. I did a, I did a job for them, so instead of paying me, when I he said, says job, just, folks, it's it's not just, what you think. Just give me just give me a voucher for golf. And you're That's inviting it. me. That's really nice. May maybe you got to get your handicap. Yeah, you got to go around in less than a hundred before you can play there. Mate, do you remember who is holding the Greg Lyon Cup? Yeah, yeah, me, Ian Healy. Me and Ian Healy. Ian Healy's owns uh, no, it. No, I, I was the chirper. He was the player. Mm. Hey, um, actually, I think I sledged heels a couple of times on that day as well. <laughs> hey, uh, Chatty Townsend, Queensland halfback, joining us. Uh, Cowboys halfback, I should say, uh, joining us on the show today. NRL, NRL update, thanks to Bunnings. Bit going on around that Jerome Lewis. Early reports last night was it a four-year deal. Mm-hmm. At 1.1, it's actually a three-year deal. Mm. So it's even more money. Yeah, yeah. So there's no there's no decision to make. It's just, see you, Penny Panthers, I'm out of here. Do you know, it's interesting. The Penny Panthers, he's going to be 27 in January. Okay, so when he starts the contract, let's say he starts it with the West Tigers, uh, with the Penrith Panthers when he's 28. If he takes up the Panthers' two-year contract. Two-year contract, eight hundred and fifty a year. Okay, one point. What's that? One point seven for two years only. The other one's three to four years at minimum of one point one million a year. Okay, so let's say minimum two fifty extra a year, a million dollars over four years. So he starts the two-year contract with Penrith at twenty-eight in January of twenty twenty-five. When he turns thirty, when you got a three in front of your but the age, t- no, no, the Tigers deal is four point five over three years. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but what I'm saying, it's a minimum of 1.1, okay, which was first reported. What I'm trying to say is there's all these speculations. But it's gone up. So let's just go into the middle. Let's just say 1.1 is the minimum. So yeah. when he starts his contract in 2025, he takes up the two-year contract with Penrith. He's 28. So two years down the track when that contract finishes, and just say Penrith say, we can't fit you in our salary cap. You've got to go try and find somewhere else. He stayed for less money, mm. and he's got a three in front of his age. And your contracts generally go down mm. when you've got a three in front of your age with a majority of players. I'll make it really easy. Mm. It's 1.5 a year. Yeah. You can't knock that back. No, They're no. They're literally doubling, almost doubling the money. Yeah. He, he, he he's gone. He's gone. He can't knock it back. And I think what his, the options that his manager will be throwing up to him will be go two years with Penrith. So let's win a comp next year. Maybe win another one in the next three years, next year in the two years that he'd accept with the, with the Panthers. And then let's test the market and see whether we can get a, another figure that's close to a million dollars. Or you can you can spend the next... I'm confused. What? Has he got another two season with the Panthers? No, one year. And then, yeah. Yeah. So that'll finish end of 2024. Yeah. And the offer on the table, correct me if I'm right, Yeah. from the Tigers 
is four and a half million for three seasons from 2025. Yeah, there's some are reporting three years, some are reporting uh, four years. But yeah, so either, either way, he's got, it's, it's he's a got four and a half million dollar deal. Then. He's got to play next year with Penrith. So why would you stick around at Penrith longer? Why why would you accept another two years at Penrith? That's the bit I'm confused about. So he's still got to play out next year. Yeah, and if he accepted the deal. He that new contract would start in 2025. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So, mm. mate, I, Sats, you're a Penrith legend. You played played for the West Tigers as well. I mean, you take it. His his own teammates would be telling him to take it. Absolutely. His teammates would be saying, "Do you know what? Oh, we want you here. We love you, and we." We will bow to you if you accept to stay here for less money because we love you. Mm. But seriously, man, like so. So if it's three million, let's say it is three years, right? And it is one point five. So it's either one point one or one point five, mm. right? If it's one point five, that makes him the highest paid player in the game. Yeah, mm. and and he's not. No, he's not. But unfortunately, some clubs have to pay overs to get players at the right age. Okay. Well, I, mm. I, I this is my opinion on it today. I've changed. Big difference in a year, isn't it? Like between three and four years. Oh, good on you. Take the money and run. I don't even know what you've got to think about. But he's not worth it. And that's a... Well, he's, and only, it, he's only worth what he gets offered. And Yeah, he's not worth it. What he accepts. Yeah, I, I, I know, but he's not worth it. It's, it's way overs. Yeah. And, uh, it's like way said, overs. Some clubs have to. Like, uh, yeah, last night it was reported at four years at 1.1. 1. 1. This year it's three. The, today it's, it's three, three years. It'll change tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah, I think, you, I mean, you've got to work on the bare minimum, which is he's going to yep. be paid an extra $250 a year Foul for thousand. four years, 250000 250, yep. which is a million dollars extra. Yeah. Then you've got to take out tax, of course. Um, That's optional. <laughs> but he's got a million dollars extra yep. on his bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's That's a pretty easy decision. Good old for Cobram Estate, Premium Australian Extra Virgin, Olive Oil. Just before we go to the break, Nikita Zhu is the new Australian Super Welterweight Champion. Knocked down in the first round he within did. the first 45 Got seconds. Got hit with a good right, yeah. But uh, ended up doing it in the fifth round. Um, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. I don't care what's next for Nikita Zhu, mm-hmm. but who would win a fight mm-hmm. out of mm-hmm. Nikita? Yeah. Yep. Um, and? Uh, his brother, yeah. Tim, yeah, and against Costa, each other, and Costa. Costa now? No, Costa in his prime. Oh, Costa. Yeah, he'd kill oh, them yeah. both. Oh. So could Costa beat both of them at the one time on the same night? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. He's one of the greats, Costa. So Costa's better than Tim. I mean, oh yeah, Nikita knocked out in the first ten seconds, right? If yeah. those three are in the ring, they're all fighting each other, right? Nikita gone. They just say, listen. Stay sit out down. of this. Go and sit down, yeah. Nikita. So you will never know. Tim's, <laughs> Tim's in his prime. Yep. Costa in his prime. Costa finishes him in, I don't know, two or three. There you have it. Yeah. Wow. We'll talk more about that later. Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first coal pressed in northern Victoria. Chatty Townsend joins us next. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Cowboys fans are excited at what they're seeing. Dearden and Townsend. Little kick back and field. Oh, this is absolutely superb. To execute a play like that. And the awareness of Townsend just off the outside of his boot to find drink water. Yeah, he's a premiership winner in 2016 with the Sharkies and he's forming a great relationship with Tommy Dearden. 
at the North Queensland Cowboys. And thanks to World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. He joins us here on Sports Day. Chatty Townsend, way up in Townsville. How are you, mate? I'm good, Sat. Thanks for having me, mate. How are you going? Very well, very well. Been uh, sitting back and even on the field, always admired the way you play, loving what you're doing off the field as well, getting heavily involved in the media, which uh, you've uh, got a fist of it, which is going great. But um, I think... I think what everyone sort of seems to think when pre-season starts, Chatty, and you play in Townsville is the heat and Castle Hill. So does, how, how if, if listeners out there haven't heard of Castle Hill, it's quite a prominent mountain uh, when you come into Townsville and it plays a pretty big part in the Cowboys' pre-season training. So does it still get introduced pretty early, Chad? Yeah, we, we, we've been back for a couple of weeks now and it uh, hasn't... Well, the, our younger boys, actually, they started a couple of weeks before the, the veterans did, and, and they've already done it once. But, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a towering figure. You can't miss it when you're up here in Townsville. And, yeah, obviously, that, combine that heel with the heat. Um, it can get pretty pretty brutal up here at times. <laughs> but, you know, you just got to stay on top of your hydration, your water, your food. But, uh, yeah, it's always a tough time of year, and that heel doesn't make things any easier, that's for sure. Who holds a record? Is there, a, like, a historical record from 1995 or that – that's been beaten year after year. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of uh, there was a couple of good whispers going around back in the day. I think JT had a really good time, but since well, since I've been here, we run from a certain mark. I'm not sure it's the church at the bottom of the hill, and I'm not sure if that's been done the whole time. But yep. over my time, by far, Tommy Dearden is uh, we call him the he's called King of the Hill actually. Yep. So he's got the record. He's got the record time. He's uh unbelievably fit too, Tommy. He, he's got our 1.2 record as well. So, mate, if you, if you, uh, if you catch him, you're doing well. No, I saw his uh, 1.2K time. What's the sort of time, when you're talking times up the Castle Hill, what are you looking at? How long? Yeah, so well, Tommy's, well, I think his record's about uh, 19 something. Okay. Uh, so it's around that 20, I guess, 20 to probably 25 minute mark that kind of everyone comes in between. Um, I'm, I'm usually around about 20 to 21. Yep. I'm, in, I'm in there. Uh, that mark, it's, it's, a, it's a tough, grueling 20, 20 minutes, I'll tell you that. It's Because uh, it gets steeper and steeper the more that you get up there. So, it's um, yeah, it's one that tests you both physically and mentally, and I guess that's why the coaches really like it. Chatty, Jason here, mate. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, is it true Toddy's on a bicycle heading up Castle Hill while the rest of you are running? <laughs> Yeah, Jay, Jace, you're absolutely right. He's on the bike. He's had a, he's had half a knee replacement. Sweat. The the sheriff, so his days of uh, his days of running are long gone, long behind him. So yeah, he's quite often you see him on the bike with the helmet on, pedaling up and just sort of ripping into the boys as as he's riding past. So um, yeah, that's a that's a sight to see for sure. That means Sats. Does that mean his dancing days are over? Oh no, he'd still be the best dancer over 100 kilos, even with a dicky knee. Oh yeah, easy, <laughs> easy. Now. Uh, now, Chatty, I think uh, one of the great combinations uh, that formed a, a premiership-winning year and it was yourself and Jimmy Maloney, and it's uh, combinations getting back together for different reasons. And of course, he's much in demand this week, Jimmy Maloney. But we thought, now let's get one of his one of his counterparts in to to talk him up. Now he's arrived at the club. You won a premiership with him. We know how competitive he is. We know how much of a winner he is. But when you're side by side with him, what are the attributes of James Maloney that that probably makes a difference between? What happened with the Cowboys in 22 and 23? Yeah, well, I think, you know, my first sort of reaction once with uh, Jimmy was announced, I guess a lot of my uh, 
you know, my thoughts around Jimmy was as a teammate. And I guess now they're very different, you know, being coached by Jimmy. And obviously back then, Jimmy was Jimmy. He was a bit of a larrikin, a bit of a pest, uh, someone who was good in small doses. But now Jimmy, you know, he, he's a seasoned veteran. He's been around the game for such a long time. And I haven't uh, spoken to him. He arrived up, up to Townsville on Monday. So I spent a couple of days with him just talking a bit of footy and, and how we want to play and his ideas. And yesterday... Our field session, I thought, was probably our best field session we've had, you know, in the first two weeks of training. And Jimmy was all over our attack, throwing up ideas. We watched the video today. So, you know, he's going to add, I guess, you just mentioned that that uh, ability to, to compete and as well as a very smart footy brain and an operator. One thing with Jimmy was that he was a winner mm. across his mm. career. He played a lot of NRL. He played a lot of state of origin and Australian games. So... He had a successful career where he won a lot, and I think he knows how to win footy games. And I think, you know, if, if we can learn a couple of things about how to win and how to play and uh, improving our season from last year, that's only going to help, you know, our whole team. So, you know, really excited to uh, to link back up with him. And obviously, like you said, you know, we've got a lot of good memories in the past and really hoping we, you know, can re- recreate some of that magic. Because you had the relationship with him, did, did the club consult with you about James Milani and what sort of person they're getting? Even though that you know you got a strong connection uh, with him, but they, did they have a chat to you beforehand? Yeah, no, not really this this time because um, yeah, obviously you know the, the, our two assistant coaches from last year uh, both left the club, so um, I guess it was a pretty private thing. And the coaching, the Toyu obviously wanted to do his due diligence with everyone. So, um, but yeah, this one was sort of kept pretty private. So. I kind of found out uh, when one of my mates saw him on an airplane coming up to Townsville, and they were like, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, "Jimmy Maloney's coming to Townsville." So you know, you kind of put two and two together. But then you, you kind of want to respect, um, you know, the privacy of the decision. And once it was announced, uh, yeah, got in contact with him pretty pretty quickly. Now, did I when I was looking at some footage yesterday from the Cowboys on their social media? Did I see Jimmy Maloney had a man bun? <laughs> oh no. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Jimmy. He's got a bit of a different look these days, Jimmy. I'm sure you'll see it over the next uh, the next season, uh, in and around our games. But yeah, he's got the long hair. I think he, you know that's what happens when you go over to France. You get a bit relaxed, and oh. you know you let the hair down. So he's um, he's got the man bun happening, and you know uh, I don't know. I just I don't know if I can cop it, boys. Has he taken up? But um, yeah. has he taken up painting <laughs> classes as well or something? <laughs> He hasn't, but he speaks fluent French. So oh. um, him and his family have, yeah, speak pretty fluent French. They've had a really good time over there the last couple of years, and um, yeah, they'll be up here after Christmas. So it's um, it's exciting time for the Maloneys. They're they're um, pretty used to travelling around the globe and, and playing football. So um, yeah, we're excited to have them. I wonder if he's going to watch his water level like Dean Young used to during summer. Oh, the yeah. evaporation <laughs> of, the, of the pool levels. Yeah, but, um, I think he's, I think he's going to be a great acquisition. I mean, you, you never see what the assistant coaches do from the outside, but yeah. they can make a yeah. a really good contribution. Now, um, whenever we talk to any Townsville player, Cowboys player, or any team that's going to play the Cowboys, the first thing that comes to mind is always. Mad cow. Mad cow. Now, is there any competition to the mad cow up there? Or was was the mad cow just dominating the entire landscape in Townsville? (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, there's a bit of a difference. Like Flinders Street's obviously, you know, the main street up here in Townsville where a lot of the, you know, the the scene is. And there's a few good places on on Flinders Street. I guess the mad cow's had its reputation up here in Townsville for a long time, especially with the cowboys, you know. 
um, the Cowboys and the Mad Cow have a great relationship, and, and a lot of our players over a long time have gone there to um, you know, either celebrate wins or, or have a good night out. But there's actually a lot of great pubs um, and a lot, a lot of good places to have have a feed in Townsville. That do there are other places I can sort of put that out there to people. It's not just the Mad Cow, but um, yeah, the Mad Cow. You know, if you're up here for the weekend, it's it's definitely if you want to have a good night out, you know, go and have go and have a bit of fun for sure. Now, which player in your playing group would would be probably more suited to going to a cocktail bar or would drink probably Yak's milk in their coffee? Mm. <laughs> oh, geez, it have to be. Uh... Has to be Valentine Holmes. I yeah, think. I can see. Yeah, well traveled. Yeah, he he loves the upper class, the upper mm, class yeah. stuff, the gel on the hair, the Rolex watch, the clean <laughs> shoes. Yeah. Don't ever dirty your shoes. Yeah. Um, then on the other hand, you know we're obviously uh, very, you know, country laid back up here in Townsville. So we've got a lot of country boys who are just the complete opposite. You know, we'll go down the pub in a pair of thongs and a singlet and you know a pair of footy shorts. So um, we've got it all up here. Step up, Reuben Cotter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I see in the off season you've been uh, hard at work uh, with the, the Chad Townsend show, which is your podcast. Got a little bit of audio here, Chad. Yep. I'm a big seafood guy. I'm a big, big oyster guy. Big Christmas Day guy. I'm a pretty big sauce guy. Big aioli guy. Big aioli guy. Yeah. Big bread guy. Love my sourdough. Love my sourdough. Big sourdough guy. I'm a, I'm a bit of a salad guy. Big pizza guy. Pretty big curry guy. <laughs> All right, we, we get. Guy. We, we get, get the, it. We, we get, get it. You're a big everything. guy. You're, You're a big guy. Yeah. Yeah, big guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has probably been one of the highlights of my off-season days, to be honest. Um, yeah, for people who may not know, I um, I have a YouTube channel where I like to you know put out a few videos here and there, just a bit of a behind the scenes, and also run um, a pod. I did a podcast. You know, in the off season, just talking a bit of footy and having a bit of fun, and good. something that I really do enjoy. But yeah, that video was uh, <laughs> was a vlog. I I did a food review, and someone's gone through a twenty five minute video of mine and cut it all up. And yeah. I was like, oh man, I didn't realise I said it that much. But people were laughing with it, loving it, and. As you know, the internet always wins, so you don't ever exactly. take on the internet. Yeah, exactly. but it's, it's a bit of fun. It's yeah. good It's good promotion for the podcast, though. So, you know, it's it's pretty harmful yeah. stuff. So Just looking at it, I put together a bit of a team, what I thought the 17 may look like this year for Tech Cowboys. On paper, it is – it's a hell of a side, yeah. I've got to say. It's a hell of a – disappointing, and Chad would be disappointed only missing the 8 by 2 last year. and. Yeah, you know, that goes without saying, but it's a hell we, of a side on paper. And Chad, we spoke about I think last night on Airsats or the night before. It's so tough when you look at the eight last year. You may only find about one or two teams that may drop out of the eight. So hard to crack, isn't it? It's it, honestly like you can look on paper and look at every team now and sort of you know put. Uh, teams and players where you think it's going to happen, and then the complete opposite could happen. I think that's one thing that was, um, you know, pretty evident last year. You know, even the year before with us. You know, that my first year, no one sort of expected us to do what we did, and then last year, the expectations were the complete opposite, and you know, things just happened. So, that's the best thing about footy, I think, is that anything can happen, and you've got to be on your game because I think it showed last year that anyone can beat anyone on on any day. So. It's going to be a tight competition, and you know I know that we're really looking forward to improving our results from last year for sure. Well, it's not year. long now. Sunday, tenth of March, the last game of round zero, round one, and you are hosted by the Dolphins at Suncorp Stadium. It's a local derby. Can't wait, Chatty Townsend. Thank you very much for taking time out, mate, in a busy schedule to join us on Sports Day. Thanks, mate. Anytime, boys. Thanks for having us. Take care. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day.
Welcome back to the show. NRL update for Bunnings. Don't miss Black Friday at Bunnings Trade. That's tomorrow, Black Friday, isn't it? It is. Because it's uh, a long weekend in the States. Yeah. Because it's happy uh, Thanksgiving. It is too, yeah. And that's why they have black sales. What? Jeez. So Thanks. basically Thanksgiving, you sit down and eat a massive meal. And then Christmas, you sit down again and just gorge yes. on gravy. and. Oh. Mm. I tell you what, the advantage of being American yeah. over Australian at this time of the year, yeah. you don't have to hear Paul Kelly sing, sing that horrible song, How to Make Gravy. <laughs> and I don't know how many times I have to say this, that you open the packet of gravy. Exactly. Hot water. And Mix and it. That's it. Done. That's it. Done. Yeah. Stop singing about it. And stop singing about when your ex-wife sent you money for the bus. Oh, no. Hey, Paul, have you heard of Google? Because <laughs> you can Google how to make gravy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you want to talk about? So we've covered, we've covered off on uh, Luai. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to talk about Shane Flanagan or Matt Burton? Because neither interests me. Um, Matt Burton. Let's talk about Matt Burton. Right. He's told Cameron Serraldo that he only wants to play 5'8". And isn't open to a positional switch. Um, I just correct me if I'm right. Is isn't the coach the person who makes those decisions? Yeah, it is. I don't like this from a from a senior player. Depends where they've got a better player to play there. I mean, if if they're just if they're putting him in the centres because they think that's where they can minimise his involvement and his involvement will be quality. Yeah. Well, you've got to ensure that you got the person that's playing inside him has the ability to provide really good ball. Now, I would think that he would play on the same side as Viliami Kikau. They had a really good combination at Penrith. They want to comp together on that left-hand side. Yeah. But also they had Cleary and Luai that were feeding him the ball So and Isaiah Yo. So do you have someone that is competent enough to be able to – and I say no at the moment. So as much as I don't think Matt Burton is a, is a, is a 5 eighth, I think he's a – I think he's a fullback or a lock, which is weird. Two completely different positions. Uh, I think he would be wasted in the centres if you don't have quality inside him. I would leave him at 5'8 for the time being. Until okay. you can sign a Jerome Luai, for example, mm. and then you say, you know what, Matty, are you happy now? Do you know what? People say, is there anything you regret in your footy career? And there are a couple of things. There's one thing I regret. Really early on, I was playing in the second row. I was playing really well. Um, I was only 21. Mm-hmm. And the coach came to me and said, "Can you play on the wing for me? Our wing has gone down in the, in the warm up." And I went, "No, I'm playing five eighth. If I go to the wing, no, you're playing second row. Second row. Sorry, I'm. If I go to the wing and I make a mistake, it's my fault." Yeah, I said so, and I don't know the position. Yeah. To this day, I still regret saying no. Why? You could have become one of those cats back in those days. Wingers were they? But they you, were the worst player in those days. Yeah, I know. But you know what? Like. If, you, if your coach thinks it's the best for the team, it means they're putting faith in you. Ah, good call. And I, and I couldn't read it back then. I went, yeah. no, no, I'm a second row. I'm playing second row. And that's where I play my best rugby league or lock forward or whatever it may be. And I said, and I still regret it today. But if you had been on the wing, yeah, you could have stopped Burns a lot earlier. You could have been his opposing number. Luke Lewis wouldn't have missed him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Don't miss Black Friday deals on DeWalt, Makita, AEG at Bunnings. You wouldn't be the man you are now if you weren't playing lock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not known known to care about. I'd be known as a winger. That's right. I'd be going to winger conventions. You would have been least with rat. (laughs) Oh.
God. At least you would have filled your jersey out. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, we're going to ask a ridiculous question. I'm going to ask you a dis- ridiculous question about Wayne Bennett next, about whether he's safe. I can't believe I'm doing this. Okay. All of my journalistic... Oh, is this the Suncorp safe segment? All my journalistic credibility out the window. Is this Daddy Vass putting you up to this? He's sabotaging my <laughs> awful career. It's next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to it. It's a Thursday night edition. Chris Nelson not too uh, far away, but right now... We're going to um, try and find out if this man is safe. Thanks to our great mates at Suncorp. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Suncorp Home Resilient. I can't, be, I'm, I can't believe I'm reading this and, and he, in black and white. This bloke's resilient, and I've been, I reckon I've been stitched up here. This guy is the most resilient person in the history. I'm saying since 1908. He's the most resilient human being in the game. Oh, I'm, just, I'm just going to throw it out there the best way I can. Okay. Wayne Bennett will be the coach of the Dolphins in 2024. Correct. You had a tick? Can you do a tick? Yep, okay, yep. I'll do it. Yep. Is it safe to say that after 2024, mm-hmm. he will retire from the game? Good way to put it. I like that. I like I've, how I've saved a little face. Change the angle there. Yeah. Is he safe? Can you safely say he will retire? No. There we go. No. He's already putting his hands up for other roles. Whatever team comes into the competition whenever... He'll put his hand up for any. He's like he's like Tinder. He just swipes. He just swipes <laughs> right for whichever teams available. Did, didn't he put himself up for the new franchise? Well, well he's just saying I'm, I'll be on the open market because the agreement was that after 2024, if he believes the assistant coach Christian Wolf is ready, he's ready now. Oh, he's he's, yeah. he's been ready for a couple of years. So, yeah. and yeah, you know, I I'd like to think that Wayne wouldn't go back on that, and he'd allow Christian Wolf to to fulfil the role. And if that's the case. Many would say, yeah, but wouldn't he move into a, like a higher role, like a you know, coach the coach's role? And that once you're a head coach, you're always a head coach. Yeah. When you're a head coach and you lose your head coaching job, you always aspire to get back into it. Ask Paul McGregor, ask you know, any yeah. of those, those coaches that have lost their jobs. So, um, yeah, it's hard to get out of your bloodstream. Wayne Bennett seems to me to be one of those guys that will pass away in his coaching chair one day preparing for a match. That's how long he'll stay in the game. Hello? <laughs> yeah, so once you're a coach, you're always a coach. Right, yeah. It's infectious. So I, I think it's safe to say... He won't retire. He won't retire after 2024. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. So you're safe uh, this storm season. Uh, break time. Chris Nelson joins us next. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Ah, yes. And what's gambling really costing you? Make sure you take it easy. What's on this weekend in Queensland? Nelso? Plenty on in Queensland, Jase, over the, the weekend. Of course, we have week two of the summer racing carnival. We head to Doombin on Saturday. Uh, the Tattersall's Classic for the Phillies and Mares. And we also, uh, we have another sprint race too. And the name of the sprint race, would you believe, has just escaped me for two seconds, but it'll come back to me in a moment. And it is 
the recognition stakes. The listed recognition stakes. Yeah, I knew it would come back to me. I knew you'd recognise that. They are highlights of the day, but uh, there's a highlight in race five too, guys, and that is little April in Augusta going around again. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. Tell us. All right. I want to write this down. This is the horse that you you own, and you never tip us. Yeah. So what? I don't own it. Own a share. So location, <laughs> race, small. and number, please. Uh, going up against a dollar sixty odd favourite. Mm, doesn't matter. Race number, race number five. Geez, you're prepared three. today, aren't you? No, I'm, someone just caught my attention. Race, there. race five. five, horse three, yep. and uh, you could back her confidently each way. Mate, nice. Fenikum, you've got to move that microphone away uh, from your shirt you've got there because oh. it, it sounds like Mr. Squiggle is standing next to you. All right, can you? <laughs> Thanks. Can you Miss Jane. Mm. <laughs> Any other tips for this weekend, matey? Uh, tips for this weekend, we will go with race nine, number 10, the catch at Doombin. I think we'll win also. And race four, number one, golden decade, I think will run well also. So stick with those three. And you should be going okay. Would you like to know where else we're racing yes, this weekend? love guys? to. Yes. Okay. Well, let me tell you that. We are racing at, well, you know this, Sats. They're racing at the Gold Coast they on are. the poly track because it's yep. a big day, right? Mm-hmm. Shut up. Featuring your good self. Exactly. Are you are you one of the all-stars that are getting up and speaking? No, or Tony just and there? I are just there to enjoy the atmosphere. As punters? Yeah. Oh, good stuff. there's Alfie and, yeah. There's... Oh, Alfie at a racetrack with free booze. What could go wrong? Exactly. Mm. <laughs> Am I calling to run the eight? Ride <laughs> yeah. the eight. Yeah. yeah, that's right. What else? Kill- uh, Kilcoy has a tab meeting. It's the Christmas Cup at Kilcoy. Uh, Doom, but I mentioned with those two feature races. Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone. We did mention on Monday the Pentland Cup or Pentland. And there are country races, so some country meetings that aren't covered by the tab. And they are Atherton, Blackall, Emerald and Gympie. Make sure you get along to one of those if you're in the area. And, of course, we go back to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday afternoon. So another full weekend of racing, guys. Good now, stuff. you love your golf, don't you, Nelson? I used to. I'm playing that badly, Jace. I'm really starting to dislike it, but yes. Well, welcome to my world. But listen, oh. what are your thoughts on John, John Rahm possibly going to Live Golf? And I thought Live Golf owned the PGA now, so wouldn't they be no. bidding against themselves? Well, there's supposed to be a merger coming up, but I don't know what's happened to that. But the funny thing about this, if it's true, is John Rahm was out there, what, six months ago saying that uh, he's got enough money, he does not need any more money. He's got enough money to last for more than a lifetime for him and his whole family, and he wants to leave a legacy of winning golf tournaments and majors, etc. So, it's a bit of a turnaround from all it's the uh, all the talk then, yeah. But six hundred million—I mean, it's ridiculous oh. amount of money. Mm. Didn't Tiger knock back one point two bill? Yeah, Something biggest contract like in the history of sport. Oh, yeah, six hundred yeah. million. Like yeah. he needs any more anyway. But John Rahm's got to do lose some weight because he'd be wearing shorts and he's got pretty big legs. <laughs> So I'll be doing some leg presses I don't know. or something I, like look, that. I don't know that you can believe all this stuff. I mean, when there's smoke, there's fire probably, but I don't know. I think I'll wait to see the wait to see him sign before I believe it. John Rahm clearly has the same manager as Chris Nelson. Thanks, Nelson. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Thanks, Nelson. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. See you, mate. The all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Going shortly. Hey, I started watching that new show. or not? I don't know how new it is. Scrubland. Only new on Stan. Australian show. Okay, first, I was pretty tired last night. Me and the Miso. I finished does it last it, night. Does it get better, episode two onwards? 
Well, it's it's a mystery, so you got to you got to look at the clues. It's only four episodes, I think. Okay, but yeah. no, I mean, part so he's of saying the bit, you didn't like it. Yeah. No, no. Well, I don't know whether I like it. Part, yeah, I mean, good. obviously, it starts off with a bang. But do you know? So usually, when I oh, so usually shows when they start, Jace, yeah, they introduce the characters. Yeah, no, I got yeah, it. Okay, I, so I you understand it. that? Okay, yeah, gotcha. I got that. So that's why I don't like the first episodes. Yeah. I just want to know, why can't they just make it and, and reveal it all in one episode? It's like, have you seen Seinfeld's coming to Australia? And one of his, one of the, the audio from it, it says, how come all of a sudden everyone's become a, a salesperson for the streaming services? So you walk into the office and go, have you seen Yellowstone? And people <laughs> goes, no, he goes, you've got to watch it. It's the best show ever. No, it's the best show ever. Oh, I don't have Netflix. Or Stan. Or, yeah. Well, there's a seven-day free trial. You've I got know, to try it. I know. I, I do that myself. I watched the first two episodes. It wasn't that good. No. The first season's stick really bad. It. You've got to stick with it. Stick with it. I know. I'm up to season four and I'm still trying to <laughs> stick with that bloody show. Uh, quick, quick community update. Yep. Thanks to Fire Kate. Be alert and prepare this bushfire season. Uh, stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with Queensland Fire and Emergency Services. I think that rain... We've had most of this week, particularly around the southeast, and it came from the west, Sats. Yeah, true. Um, has helped a bit. Um, visit qfest.queensland.gov.au. Uh, the community updates, thanks to Fire Coat, the new Fire Coat, first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions. Available at Bunnings Warehouse. I'll tell you what I'm doing. Uh, I know it's only Thursday night, but this weekend I'm doing bugger all. Mm-hmm. Supercars. Adelaide. Final race from Adelaide. Yeah, poured down there at one stage today. Yeah, um, oh, Queensland Australian PGA is on as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's on at the again. moment. Yeah, I'll be yep. watching watching that. Yep. Um, I just doing no, oh my daughter's dance concert, oh. which is preventing me from going to the All Stars oh, on Saturday race day. Yeah, but it's right across the road. Sats, that hurts. That hurts when just down the road you've got some great guest guest speakers, good food. Free food. Free alcohol. Free alcohol. Drink responsibly. Free, free drink responsibly. Eat responsibly. Oh, please, stop it. <laughs> anyway, have a good week. What are you up to? Well, are you going, golf going, tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to the All-Stars race down Saturday. Shut up. Um, my mate Brent Tate's staying over my place Saturday night. Tatey. So I think we might get stuck into a few cracking and dries. Are you going to uh, charge him rent like he charges you when you I travel? I will invoice him. Yeah. Mm. And is he... Bring, he's bringing his partner as well. Yeah. He, well, he's – other people call them tenants. <laughs> Am I allowed to say this? You already have. <laughs> We're going. We'll catch you See Monday. Ya. But I oh, know you and the rat Monday night. Oh, he's back, is he? He's for two days. Oh. For two days, honey. See ya. See ya, bye. Goodbye!